This is a HeadGum Podcast. All right, y'all, we're back here at the Scroll Down with me, Marcella Arguello, and my co-host, Nicole Thurman. Nicole, how the hell are you? Girl, I'm doing great. How are you? I just, I just said, how are you? And then I paused because I was like, wait, what was I going to talk about? I was going to talk to you about how I've been uh, uh, online shopping like a psycho today. What? What do you mean? Like a psycho? I don't know. Do you ever have these these periods of your life where all of a sudden you're just like, I'm going to redo everything I own. Like, I, like I've done this with furniture and right now I'm doing it with clothes. And like, I, I do. Yes, I, I'm doing it right now as well with clothes. Uh, wait, I want to introduce our guest because I think he has a lot to contribute Go to this it. bonanza of shopping conversation. Incredible comedian, actor, good friend of mine, Nico mm-hmm. Santos. Oh my Nico? god. Ah. We're so happy to have you here. What's up everybody? How- Nico, are you you nodded like you wanted to share as soon as Nicole said. Yes. So- well, first of all, hi Nicole. It's been years. I know, it's been oh, so long. I was on an episode great. of Superstore when Nico was obviously on that show for years. Oh really? And- what did you do right. on there? So I was she on was a in- guest star. Yeah, I was a guest Ooh. star. What? 26 17 or something like that. Oh, wow. It was a while ago. So long yeah. ago. It was a great, I love that part. It's funny because somebody just posted a clip from that show, that episode yesterday, and I just, I loved it. I got to say uh, one of my kids was fucked up. And <laughs> <laughs> Were you a customer? I was a, an, an employee, employee at the Superstore. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I was really yeah. sad. They like, did, wait, did you do more than one or no? No, I was, I was like, dang. Really sad that they didn't bring you back. Like, there were so many employees that sort of like, uh, came and um, came and went. I can't even talk. Uh, there were so many employees that just sort of were recurring, um, but it seemed sort of like really arbitrary the way they picked like who was going to come back. Because we've had some spectacular performances, yours included, and I was like, oh, I was. Yeah, I was. Uh, that was such a funny episode because I, they were like, you might recur, you never know, and I'm like, cool. And uh, the episode was literally the season finale of like season three, I think, where it was like a tornado and they had to fire a bunch of employees at the yeah. store. <laughs> I was like, it's so easy for my character to just not come back. She could have gotten blown away. She could have gotten fired. Y'all don't know. (laughs) She died. She died. She died. died. R.I.P. That's hilarious. So you're redoing. So you're redoing. Yeah. Yeah. Shopping. Shopping. I I, I feel like I go through these phases where all of a sudden I'm like, every piece of clothing I own is hideous and I need to redo everything. Like I, I decided, (laughs) I like literally decided last week, I was like, I'm going to be sexy. So now I'm buying sexy clothes because my style is like a little bit like, it's like, I would call it a classic, typical kind of Madewell energy is kind of my style. Madewell energy. So fucking boring. She was a non she runs a nonprofit. I run a nonprofit. I yeah. got two kids named like Samuel and River, and I'm just like wow. chilling. Um, but no, I you know I'll bust out a crop top every now and then. I love a crop top, but I always wear like a little sensible cardigan, like I'm wearing right now, or a high waisted pants. Last time I saw you, you were going out and you had a little hot outfit on. Are you oh, trying yeah. to be more that on a regular basis? Is that what you're trying to do? Yeah, oh. I'm trying to be more like, I'm trying to be more like, oh, dang, who's that? Because I'm yeah, trying to keep I, up with all these yes. like Instagram baddies and whatnot. I'm like, I'm like, no, this, I want to feel sexy too. I want to get those yeah. little like, I you are sexy, likes. Nicole. You I are. miss dressing up. I do. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. especially yeah. since the pandemics began, first of all, I've gained like, 50 plus pounds since the pandemic started so none of my cute clothes 
fit. And I've been holding out for so long, like, no, nah, I'm not going to buy clothes right now because I'm not my, my quote right. unquote, like, you know, real size. And, and so I've been wearing like the same pair of sweats for the past two years, basically. <laughs> uh, and the only time I wear something with buttons is when I'm, you know, doing, wearing costumes for work. Um, so I've just been like, I'm not going to buy any cute clothes because I wanted to be like the previous size that I was, which is dumb. So I'm slowly like, <laughs> it's not happening. It's not yeah. happening. I'm just like, just and buy it's like, clothes. Why wait? Like, yeah. Why wait? Why yeah. wait? Look cute. You know what? Look, look cute when you're thinner. Look cute when you're fatter. It doesn't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yes. I'm like starting to start buying, you know, cute clothes again. Um, that I are like that. in this interim size that I'm in. And I feel like, yes. you know, when I lose the weight, I'm going to get it all tailored. So yeah, there you go. Really that's that's, that's you can smart. Do too. Yeah, that is that's smart. smart. I, I'm also going through that right now. But the, the reason I'm doing it is because I found this tall website that Boohoo, it's a fast fashion site. I'm sorry. I, I don't, I can't find tall clothes. I'm 6'2". My inseam is like 37 inches. So it's like really hard for me to find clothes. And um, because of this website, I'm like doing a fucking overhaul of clothes and I'm getting rid of a bunch of shit that like hit my ankle or hit up, you know, my calf and was a full pant. And I'm doing like I'm, I have this casual sequins thing going and I'm trying to wear sequins and I'm trying to just collect a bunch of sequins. And um, it's it's been fun. Yeah, I feel like part of the reason why I'm trying to like mix it up is I've been working on Zoom. And so I end up wearing mm. sweatpants like you're saying, Nico, like every day. And I'm just like, you know what? I can't live like this. I can't be sitting in my apartment all day with these sweatpants on. So I'm going to find a reason to go out. <laughs> And I'm gonna put some yeah. cute clothes on. So yeah, it's like you gotta you gotta do the switch up every now and then. I feel like this yeah. is also just like getting older. Like when I was like, you know, twenties, like even like early thirties, I was like, I'm gonna look cute. And and girl, Marcella, you've seen my closet. I got some, you know, awesome, some some awesome, awesome pieces. pieces. Um, but now I'm just like, I really I'm too tired. I don't. Yeah, but also we're in the middle of a pandemic. So like the aging feels like it's it's happening faster. And you're like, I'm really losing my like pizzazz when I go out. And I've definitely noticed that I the only time I'm like putting on an outfit is when I'm performing stand up. And I also was noticing that like those outfits weren't like really like as good as I would have normally done. Like again, like, you know, like what you're saying five, five, ten years ago. So I'm like trying to be like, no, I feel good. I look good. I need to like put these outfits outfits on like fucking the sequence pants i wear like sequence pants you know like ca- casually and they're, they're so fun i ordered a second pair because i'm like no i want to look cute now like i'm leaving the house once a month i need to fucking look cute i'm cute wear ball gowns to go to costco <laughs> let's just that, all do yeah. it sarah sarah Ka- jessica parker style carrie yeah. style yeah Yep. You yep. like daytime yeah. sequins. You know what? I, I like that. I like the casual oh, yeah. sequins, how you say it. Yeah. yeah. Daytime casual daytime sequins. sequins. Yeah. Like a little like a little top mm-hmm. with like jeans and a little sweater over it. It's yeah. cute. I like you that. Know? Yeah. You'll stop traffic because they're blinded by the- <laughs> They're like we literally <laughs> cannot yeah. see. Yeah. The sequins. Nico, have you been watching and just like that? Um, I watched it for 10 minutes and then I had to turn it off. I, you know, I need to like give it another chance because people are like, girl, it's not that deep. It's, you know, it's, it's awful. Yeah. It's just like, you just have to accept it for what it is. I don't think it's awful, but I, but I do think that it's not that deep. Yeah. Yeah. I need to give it another chance. It's definitely like you have to accept it for what it is. And it's and I have never I've never actively really hate watched a show the way I hate watch and just like that. Like, I feel like I almost pay more attention to and just like that than I do shows I like. I have a question for you, Nicole. Why do you hate watch it? 
this show has a certain energy to me that is so bad. Like it's actively bad that I feel, um, I, I feel like amped up when I'm watching it, which I don't oh. feel like if I hate normally, cause I'm to be honest with you guys, I know that everybody likes reality TV. I don't like reality TV. So I just no, don't I watch don't it either. Yeah. I, I don't have that hate that. watching element to it. I don't like watching, you know, if I don't like watching something, I'm typically not going to watch it. But within just like that, it's like, I hate it so much that I scream and I want to throw things at the TV and then I want to text yeah. my friends and it just gets like this kind of like converse angry conversation going it's funny so every why. time you talk about it every time you talk about it it's like a, a lover that scorned you and you're just like there he fucking is again walking into the <laughs> bar that I go to he knows I'm here like that's how you get about it it's like, yeah. very amusing I'm well, amused that's what by it feels it, like. it was like sex in the city was so good and then all of a sudden they come out here with and just like that they're 55 decrepit idiots walking around <laughs> New York City and you're like <laughs> You're not that old. You can't be that stupid. Like, how is this happening? And so, so are you talking about? Because I keep hearing about what they did to Steve. Oh my god! And how like he's just sort of like a bumbling, like like old person. And they're like, he's not that old. Like, why is he? He's literally there. I'm pretty sure they're all from the age of 50 to 55. Yeah. Wait, Nico, what are you working on? Anything right now? Are you doing anything that you can share? (laughs) Um. You know, I filmed a couple of movies uh, last, this past year. Um, I filmed a couple of movies. You hear how he said that? You condescending prick. You know, I um, I work in film now. Wow. Uh, yeah. After Crazy Rich Asians, he blew up. Yeah, you know, after after doing six seasons of a television show, I uh, decided that <laughs> six seasons of a movie is really where I belong and uh, where I need to um, put my talents in and share the world. Um, no, I just, uh, I was freaking out actually was when Superstore ended. Um, there was a oh, few months there where I was like, um, I don't think I'm ever going to work again. I, I think I remember that era, Nico. Yeah. I was like, bitch. <laughs> well, listen, this is what every one of us yeah, goes it through. It never ends. Yeah. Every time a job ends, it doesn't matter if that job was, you know, like one week, two days, six seasons. It's like when it ends, I'm like, that yeah, that was it. That was it. And uh, you know what? It was a fun ride. And thank you, Hollywood, for giving me a chance. And uh, I'm just gonna move back to Oregon, and uh, you know, be with the cows. But then I ended up like uh, booking a couple of films, and and it was great because I was just like, it was great to just sort of be on set again and yeah. uh, be with a fun group. But I filmed a mo- an indie movie called The Reeducation of Molly Singer, which is sort of like a throwback to. It has like '90s college vibes. Cute. Um, cool. Yes, yeah, so it's basically like you remember Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but the, yeah. So picture that, but like with a female protagonist, sort of story. Who's playing the female protagonist? Britt Robertson. Oh, she's lovely. She's very, very talented. Um, and Wendy Malick also has a oh, okay. uh, part oh. in that movie, and that's great. I got to meet her very briefly because we, we didn't have any scenes together, but she was there on set, and I was like, "Oh, you yeah. stalked her." I stalked, stalked her, her, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's you you're finally outside her trailer. You're working read all my letters, like, and you're your finally here. You're yeah. here. You, Jesus, answer my prayers." Um, <laughs> and then she was like, "Just shoot me." Um, <laughs> Hey-oh. We're but I'm out. We don't do hack uh, shit. No, we're putting there. a rim shot. We're, we're leaning in. We're putting a rim shot <laughs> into it. Then I filmed a movie uh, for Netflix called a Happiness for Beginners, which is all about hiking. Ooh, oh, my God. And the, uh, so she had to get she had to get real I was going to say, how, yeah, how did you handle that? Well, I know you the, too well. How did you handle it, boo? Listen, I love nature. 
I love do nature. Do you? I do. I just, there's just no need to rough it. <laughs> right, you know what I'm right, saying? Right. It is 2022. God invented Ritz Carlton for a, for a reason. Mm-hmm. And there's no need to shit in the woods and wipe your ass with leaves. Mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. indoor plumbing is an invention that uh, is a great contribution to society. I really enjoyed actually being out in nature, but, but uh, doing all the hiking stuff was was tedious you know what was it yeah that would be a lot where you just like because that's long hours on set outside so that sounds long, like it yeah intense. so yeah. I, I definitely i got like a chest cold you know, like, <laughs> oh my god because it was like we're in cold temperatures for 13 hours but it was like sort of like insanely gorgeous like we were we were filming as the leaves were turning the season so it was like you know, we were just like you can't believe that this this is our set like a forest with like sure. you know like autumn leaves like that is falling where were you shooting Connecticut all over Connecticut ooh yeah. that's New England in the fall is really nice so that's yeah. you got a little and surprisingly bonus. that town had good food good Asian food really I was like okay white people this one noodle bar that we were like this is one of those places uh, shout out to Mecha in Stamford, Connecticut. Um, you guys are delicious. But, you know, it was like a restaurant that had ramen and pho. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, and I was like, pick one, that. you guys. Yeah, pick right. So like, there's really no way. rolling my eyes. Yeah, there's I was no like, way. You guys brought me here, and they can't even decide if they're a Vietnamese <laughs> or a Japanese restaurant. Right. And then we ate the fucking food. It was so good. And like, we ate I, like oh, every so day. Nice. Like, that's that, so nice. That's so nice. That happened to me when I was, I was, uh, who was I opening for? Frankie. I was opening for Frankie in Visalia recently. And we ordered, me and my friend Patty ordered some Chinese food and it was Visalia, Cal- it's the Central Valley. I was like, okay, this isn't going to be good. It's so hard to find good Chinese food in California. We were just like, let's just get some, you know, noodles, just like the standard shit. This shit was so fucking good. I was shocked. And then I was, we got so hammered that we left the food in the fridge the next day. And I was so mad that I, like we were driving, we were like an hour and I was like, we forgot the Chinese food. It was so <laughs> <Yeah>. good. <laughs> I always feel like when you go to restaurants too, you never know like those places that have different cuisines, like some place, like a diner that has burgers and then Greek right. food. They yeah. could end up being like really fucking good. It's a surprise yeah. sometimes. Yeah. It's always a shocking. Oh God, I love food. All right, y'all, you ready to scroll it down? Okay, we're starting off with the main character. On the main character. Main character. You're trending. Main character. Uh, So, y'all, big news today. Uh, We're recording this on Monday, and I woke up. The first news story, and pretty much the only news story I've seen all day, is that Rihanna is pregnant with ASAP Rocky's child. We're never going to get another album. What do we feel about this? I'm so excited about her being pregnant. She's the best. Me too. too. I mean, that was also like such a chic, like baby reveal, baby bump reveal. Was it chic? I mean, like, you know, it's... Them dragon-ass jeans? Them dragon-ass jeans. But I like the way that, you know, the the, the long puffer sort of just sensually draped her belly. With the necklaces. I mean, the jeans, sure, I understand. And the but under you know the what? bridge, you thought you thought under the bridge was cute, bitch? I don't know. I'm sorry. Don't, don't, 
I'm high as this fuck. Bitch is, this bitch is from Barbados and she fucking did this shit in New York under a bridge in the cold. Come on now. I, I, somebody posted that it was like a very 2003 way of revealing that you're pregnant because it was like these like kind of planned paparazzi shots. So, may, right. so maybe she's doing a little throwback thing. I feel like the 2000s and, are starting to come back. So I mean, especially with those jeans, I would say. Mm-hmm. Totally. Throwback. Yeah, it is yeah. very 2000s. And right. I, I'm not into mm-hmm. it. Um, I, okay, I'm not a fan, apparently. Wow, you heard it here first. <laughs> I know, right? Marcella hates Rihanna. You heard it here <laughs> first. Rihanna fans, get up in her DMs. Tell yeah. her what you think. Everybody knows I love Riri. No, she's great. And I, I loved it. I thought it was cute. And I'm just excited because they're both very hot and very stylish. And if she's wearing big jeans, then big jeans are stylish again. I don't know. I just I go with what Rihanna tells me to do. I will say, like, full disclosure, I had no idea that uh, that her and Asa Rocky were a couple. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't like post him. She doesn't, you know, why would you know? If you follow her, you yeah. wouldn't even know she was dating him. I just know Rihanna as a super famous person, period. So, right, you know, right. but I don't know anything not as about a, Not as a music artist, just as a famous person. I mean, you know, I, I like her music, you know, just as much as any other gay and, and woman in this planet. But... Mm-hmm. You heard it here like, first. Nico Santos hates Rihanna. Get up in Every his DMs, people. Tell him what you think. Let's judge him harshly. Get up in these people's DMs. I've said nothing wrong about Rihanna. To me, she is a queen. So if you want to just talk about how great she, she is. is a queen. No, she love- is a queen. I just... I, I can't like yeah. name her songs by by title if you ask me to. I know you know what? what I think that's actually I think that's actually really funny because I feel like people always talk about getting a new album from her and they get mad when they're not getting a new album and I'm like, was any yeah. of her music like that incredible? What? what? <laughs> I don't know. Like what were the fucking this jams? Justin, Nicole Sermon hates Rihanna. <laughs> get up in my DMs. Get up in my DMs. Um, Tell me what you think. No way. No, I mean like Anti- I know Umbrella Anti- and Ponderby No, Anti and- was so fucking yeah. good. Okay, Anti is top to bottom an incredible album. Let's oh just, my god! Oh, you man. know what? I'm an idiot. I <laughs> I saw her in Here concert once. <laughs> no, because my friends, my friends had extra tickets. Their their friends couldn't go, and they had an extra ticket. It was spectacular because she did a fake out where you were expecting her to pop pop up on the stage, and then she ended up showing up right next to us, like <gasps> like appearing out of nowhere in this like column thing, and she she appeared literally like ten feet away from us, and and my group of gays like proceeded to pass out and of just, course. Like, scream and. That's what I'm talking about. Anti. That's a great album. Yeah, that's cool that you that saw. Was, that's that was that's a the height. That's the height of her um, fucking performing because she actually started taking lessons. I think a couple albums before that, or just before that album, or something. So she was like really belting that shit out. <laughs> oh, voice lessons. Was, I, I love that. Like, lessons. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm, my lessons. bad. My bad. She was taking voice lessons, and um, she yeah, she was taking well, yeah, all of them. And she was performing at top notch because she was doing swim lessons, voice lessons, dance lessons. It was great. That was a co- I wanted to see her then, and I'm I'm kind of bummed I didn't get to see, but. Yeah, no. I think it's funny when celebrities when famous singers t- have to take voice lessons. Like Drake took voice lessons too because he couldn't really sing. And I'm just like, I mean, keeping up with your craft and practicing is one thing, but some of them actually need the lessons. I think sure. better singers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never know. Like, how do they pick people to be famous? Like, how does a person who can't really sing become a famous singer? Well, I mean, that's just part of the structure of creating a pop artist, right? I mean, like, it's and just like, the, they, spi- they it's always... like the Spice Girls. They pick the, okay, you're the hot one, you're the this one, you're the that one. Who cares yeah. if you can't sing? Yeah. And they do say there's a difference between a singer and a recording artist. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, technically, what? 
Um, and and then there's entertainer can you entertain right which brings us to our next main character janet jackson's documentary someone who can sing and entertain and perform her fucking ass off that's someone who didn't need no fucking training she was doing this since she was six years old so she didn't take no singing i also saw her in concert in high school i did (gasps) i saw in high school um still closeted and oh I was my like, God. I want to see Janet Jackson. I'm not a homosexual. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I just love her. Um, <laughs> but we saw the, she went to Portland, Oregon, and uh, I saw the, the Velvet Rope Tour. Ooh, that's and, a good one. Wow. It was really good. And she had How a very. How old were you? This was like, I was 16. And your mom was maybe? like, okay, Nico. Wasn't that a very sexy one too? Like, wasn't didn't she have sexy it songs? Was, it was very sexy, and I was like, like seriously, like, like I'm like her backup dancers, like a couple of them were like just so fine, and I was like, I am feeling feelings in my tum tums. Mm-hmm. You went, oh, my lips hurt. You did the whole fucking interlude. <laughs> That's oh my hilarious. God. And all your friends are like, isn't she so hot? And you're like, yes, that is who I'm looking at. So hot with her dancers. And also Usher was her opener. What? Yeah. Like, like a young Usher, but he was, you know, he was doing his own. you think you want to be the one I'm with? Starting a relationship so this Dang. documentary, you uh, you are the only one that's watched it out of all of yeah, us, right? Yeah, I've watched it. It's four. It's four hours. It's it's on demand. It's really fucking good. It was on Lifetime Annie, and um, not a lot of stuff that I'm because I'm a Jackson freak. So not a lot of stuff that was brand new. That's why it was like funny that they were like, "You're gonna see a side of Janet you've never seen before," and it was literally just her like seeing a painting of her brothers and her just being like. <laughs> I've never seen that before and that was it because it wasn't like any to me it wasn't like a lot of ton, a ton of shocking shit and, and in fact speaking of Rihanna the only thing that really upset me was that finding out that she wanted six kids with Jermaine Dupree and he fucked that up because they he have, cheated on her yeah he cheated, he cheated on, her. on her that's what that's what that's the only thing I've heard about this documentary is that you find out that Jermaine Dupree cheated on Janet Jackson and I was like, what is up with these busted guys cheating on hot, hot women? I saw him. I did a cruise. I was entertaining on a cruise ship, um, and he was as well. And he was there. And so I was, like, going into this room, like, wherever the dance party was. And I walk in, and he's right there. And he's, like, a third my size. He looks like a fucking rat. I was so, like, I was furious when I took one look at him and was like, I can't believe this man fucked that up yeah i saw um i was reading on twitter about how he cheated on her and they're like how do all these men cheat on these hot women like beyonce halle berry da, 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 da. and it was like the thing you don't understand about men is they have the audacity to think i got this person right. i can just keep doing it over and over again like they don't think like i got the hottest woman in the world i'm lucky <laughs> they're like no i can do it again and so it's just right. like that's just what happens they don't i care. mean i think the other thing too that bums me out is it's not just about the looks it's like janet's actually a good person she loves her family she's a hard worker she's loyal she's just a sweetie pie and that was what one of the mo- more heartbreaking things about watching the doc was watching her talk about her relationships as we all have been fucked over by people it was sad watching her think 
that she was attracted to drug addicts because she kept saying she, that's what she said she's like I'm attracted to drag, drug addicts I don't know what it is about me and it's like bitch men are just drug addicts like it's people are drug addicts it's not you are attracted to them it's like so common drugs are so common that it, it's like it's not you it's she doesn't realize how rare it is that she doesn't use drugs you know <laughs> well yeah and, and it could also be that's just an attraction to needy people in general or like people that are not fully happy with the life or whatever it is if they're addicts i think it's like a lot's going on there so maybe sure. because she grew up with a you know parent that she's constantly trying to impress both of her parents and she's like I mean, let's psychoanalyze Janet for a second. <laughs> but no, seriously, like she then she's like, I want to, you know, make a man happier, make a man feel better or like fix him or help. And so then she is going out with all the wrong people. Right. So that's what that's what was sad was like she she was just like, I'm I was so naive. And when she was talking about her um, fucking what's that fool's name DeBarge, uh, talking about him, you know, just taking advantage of how young she was, how naive she was. That was a heartbreaking thing because it was like, oh, my God, she's still kind of like like she obviously is still he like he because she was even saying like no matter how much healing and work you do it still hurts and it's that sad thing we were just like damn these motherfuckers they took advantage of this like really sweet young naive sheltered girl and i fucking hate i hate when people do that i i've, I've just had it happen to me so many times it's like girl it's not you you know it's really not you it's just that that's it's so common for people to be so fucked up that they fuck over other people that's what it is but it's also what we were talking about last week with like that insecurity and in dudes and like just they're just gonna be shitty people are gonna be shitty fuck to each other because they boys. feel shitty yeah. You won't end up with a fuckboy, even if you're famous as hell and beautiful. I don't care. It's like, you're going to find the fuckboys. They're everywhere. Listen, I'm all booed up, and I'm very happy with my boo, so. Yeah. But you had to deal with some fuckboys, Nico. I know it. Oh, yeah. I've, I've definitely had my share of the fuckboys. <laughs> but um, thankfully, that uh, that chapter in my life is long gone, and <laughs> I am Zeke, and he's great. I saw that after the documentary aired, all of Janet Jackson's songs were like the top in iTunes too. So everybody's buying albums. all music and the albums, albums mm-hmm. the songs, and the videos. Mm-hmm. They were all charting, mm-hmm. and it was and it, it was funny too. Cause, you know, especially nowadays, the kids like don't watch videos and people of our generation have like not watched these videos in so long. So they were showing uh the like the taping of um what is that fucking song? Again, again, again. yeah. That song, um, yeah. Yeah. The husband at the time, um, he he directed it, so they were like showing backstage, uh, because he fucking recorded their whole lives because he was a little video freak, and um, yeah, and it's actually like now it's cool because it's like you know forty years later and we're getting like these really intimate, sweet moments with her. They um, showed uh, backstage like videos of him directing her, and there's this fine ass. Remember that fine ass dude that like puts his hand in her pants and stuff. They show that little exchange of him directing it, and I guess that. And they showed it, an old clip of her, and this fine ass dude is like, um, "Oh, does there? Do you have a boyfriend? Is there a problem with me? You know, putting my hand down your pants? He's probably like trying to spit game at her, you know." And she was like, "Yeah, he's telling us what to do. He's the director." Oh <laughs> shit. Like he's giving off on this. He's yeah, like, he yeah. he what you could tell he was. You, I was like, yeah. oh, he was a cuck. That's what's going on here because it was a little uh-huh. weird, in my opinion. Wait, so but, this was what? Which video was this for? That that song. Oh, again. Yeah, yeah. yeah again. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm trying, I, um, I don't think I've seen that video. Yeah, remember it's like this, like really romantic, like a like it has like this like 
like a foggy look. She's just, it's very 90s. Oh my God. She looks so beautiful. It's for the fucking poetic justice. Remember? Okay, don't get mad at me. I show. Okay. a friend today. Anyways, <laughs> it's such a good song. Great Her, video. She has they were the showing best clips videos. of it. She had the best videos. Yes. They were showing clips of it. Mm-hmm. And it made me be like, I bet people were like, Looking up this shit as soon as they saw these little snippets because it was yeah. really cool. Rhythm yeah, Nation, was really- uh, uh, if if that little breakdown. Oh my yeah. god, I yeah. loved it. Okay. And she I just had so many good videos. Yeah, and it's funny because I, I just have never been crazy into pop music. I don't know why, but I and so I never thought I was. I was like, I'm always like, oh, I'm not that big of a fan of Janet Jackson. But then when you talk about all those videos and all those songs, I'm like, wait, she's got a lot of good shit. Like that just- was it. That was the thing about Janet. She was one of those artists that, like her brother Michael, it's it's it, you didn't even have to be into pop music. It was so in the culture. And then I remember like MTV was just you always there was always him or her on there in the nineties. That was like the Do you shit. guys uh, remember the Scream premiere? Did you guys watch that mm-hmm. when it premiered? Oh my god. Oh, Janet yeah, we watched and the Michael. Black and White premiere. We watched the Scream premiere. We were a Jackson oh, family family. Yeah. Then, then they talked about the Justin stuff, right? On that, the Justin Super Bowl thing. Yeah, and didn't she, was she just say like, not to leave say him alone? Yeah, she was like, <laughs> leave him alone. And it was really funny because everyone on on Twitter was just like, okay, Janice said leave him alone, but Britney didn't say that. So, um, which is hilarious. Alive. And we must follow our queens. We must. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Britney's coming for blood for everybody. So, so Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we hate on Justin. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. We love we our Justin, and then yes. Sunday we take a break. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. I did take a screenshot of Brittany shitting on her sister again. I don't know if we wanted that update. <laughs> we've been, we've been, I've been trying to keep up with this. I don't. I'm sure you didn't see it, Nicole. Oh. You're out there working hard. I've been did working, but I did see that she called her sister scum. <laughs> yes. Again, I was like, she called her scum again. again. I was yeah. like, girl. I was like, but Jamie. Lynn. To be fair, that is her nickname, apparently. Oh, okay, so, cool. Yeah. A girl named Scum. Yeah, I'm saying <laughs> Jamie Lynn needs to find a bunker, and she needs to just live in there for a few years because she gonna get hurt. She can't be out on these streets anymore. And 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 your friend Chelsea Devantes, who has this great podcast called The Celebrity Book Club, she read the book Jamie Lynn's book, and she was posting screenshot quotes. Like, cause she does this really cute thing for for Instagram and social media where she puts quotes from the the books that she reads, and they're all you know like memoirs and shit. And the Jamie Lynn one, the, there was one in particular where she was like, "My sister's like voice was like deep and throaty, and mine was controlled and strong." I can't just believe like, it. I like the nerve of this girl. The fucking nerve of this bitch to say some of these things. Like you are gonna get your ass beat. She said, "My sister's voice was throaty and strong, while mine was fluid and controlled." People said we is. were different, but equally as talented. Bitch, who said oh, that? Wait, wait, hold who on, said hold that? Jamie Lynn said that about Britney, or Britney said that about Jamie Lynn? Jamie Lynn Jamie said that Lynn about Britney. Said about Britney. She said they were equally as talented. Equally as talented. In what okay. world, honey? In what world? Okay. When Isn't she comes wild? back from her trip from Delusion Land, she needs to. <laughs> oh, that right. shit killed me. But um, to circle back, Britney, huge fan of Janet Jackson. We all are. Janet set the fucking. She paved the way for all these incredible artists. So um, I, I strongly recommend watching the documentary. I will say, if you're like a huge fan of, a, of course you're going to watch it. You probably already did. But like, there's not, there's not a lot of like new information. But it is very sweet to watch her tell her perspective on on things. Just like reading Mariah Carey's book, it's like it's great that these women are are 
are making the narrative. They're not letting all these people exploit uh, their story and tell their story how they speculate that it is. So it was cool watching Janet kind of like navigate all the years, but it was also funny. Like she has such a long career and so much shit has happened in her life that it's like four hours was not the fuck enough. That's for damn sure. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. What did you say? Was it on Lifetime or on? The, is it on the internet? Lifetime, Annie. <laughs> Lifetime, like an Annie, old and, and on demand. Is it on the web? Is it on the World <laughs> Wide Web? Unfortunately, Hi, my name is Steve, do I, I don't know how the internet works. Unfortunately, it's not streaming. Uh, my wife Miranda usually does it for <laughs> me. <laughs> I want to know more about Janet. <laughs> And with that, we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. Speaking of old ass Steve, that brings us to our favorite segment, Hello Old. Oh my God. Hello Old. I was loved once and then he died. And that was it. Now I turn to dust. My vagina just drops off of my body. Nico, you have you brought in a hella old for us. Please share. Hella old. Um, so Zeke for Christmas got us those red LED light skincare mask things, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we've been using them. And you know, I I don't know if it's working because we just started using it. But you know me, I love me some skincare, and so yes. I'm really excited to sort of just give it a try. But then we found this video of uh, Lisa Gilroy, this talented comedian, who um, was doing a parody of like a basic white girl doing a skincare routine, and then it just devolves into like her murdering. <laughs> She's like, when I have my red LED light on, this is when I pontificate murders. And then she's like, like how I do use, you do it? Yeah. yeah. I use my toner. I start with a toner and then I move on to a cleanser and then I put on my red LED mask. And then when I have the mask on is when I decide who I'm going to kill. And so I go to the kitchen and I grab a knife. Uh, this one's serrated. It's made by Henkels. I really like it. Um, sorry for the camera footage here because, you know, it's um, killing somebody. It's really, it's really hard. And it's, <laughs> it's so funny. It's so, it's just my type of humor. I love like yeah. the, the stupidest and and the silliest things um, is what really speaks to my heart. So Agreed. I love it, I love it I was, so much. I watched it over and over. That's so great. Because if people who are not familiar with these masks, we should explain. They look like the mask from Scream, more or less. They're like these white plastic yeah, masks. Or Michael Myers. Or Michael, yeah, Michael Myers. Myers. Yeah. yeah, they're yeah. giving it's giving Michael Myers, it's giving horror yeah. movie. Mike and then, Myers. I'm sorry, I'm so horrible with him. <laughs> Mike Myers. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've known him Michael for a while. Michael Myers the third. Yeah. <laughs> and they have those like these like lights that just go on. The lights are supposed to be what? Good for your skin? These sure. laser lights? Yeah. Like I'm like, do they really work? Do you think they're working yet? Can you tell? I mean, listen, I um we went to Tahoe for Mabu's birthday and I treated myself to a fancy ass facial. Oh god. Um and it was a hydro facial and they sucked the gunk out from my face. But uh-huh. part of the of the facial was a little light therapy. And I don't know, you know, obviously it was probably a combination of all the things they did to my face, but I left that that spa with just like baby smooth, nary a bump. Ooh. Just the freshest face I've ever had, mm-hmm. ever. It was great. Okay. Yeah, I'm. U- I'm using this 
this toning device that I really fucking like. I feel like I can, once I use it, I can really see the results. And oh that's always God. nice. Is this one you were bugging me about? Yes, I left it at Nico's house <laughs> and he refused to return it to me. I did not refuse to I couldn't He thought find it was my it. vibrator. What does yeah. it do? Oh, is it like a buzzing one? Like one of those things that you roll on your face or something? Yeah, you, you roll on your face. It doesn't really buzz, but it it just. Um, I forgot. Yeah. There was one drawer I forgot to look at. Supposedly, of course. I'm pretty that was sure the one you drawer. used it. I think you were obsessively. I using put it, it up my butt. Sorry. No, that's sorry. what I think. It has a nice sensation, a tingling sensation. Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah. convinced that's what happened. But yeah, I haven't used it. I used it last night for the first time, and uh, I'm loving it because my friend Moni talked me into buying it, and I'm loving these. Like these older generation of skincare products, like mm. man, these are not your grandma's skincare tool- tools, you know? Yeah. Well, really you know, fun. you know what I saw on the internet. What? Speaking of skincare, apparently Vaseline is making a comeback. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Vaseline! You know what sucks? Vaseline fucking clogs my skin. That's my what skin. I think it would do. So yeah. I can't. I can't use it. I use it on my hands, so it's great for the, your hands. Oh my but god. But apparently, the youths have discovered. I don't know. Some, some, I'm not on TikTok. I don't know. But apparently the story I read was that the the, the young people um, have been unearthing these sort of like Victorian, you know, mm-hmm. like skincare regimens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your yeah, son who died of polio put his yeah, blood exactly. on your skin. I'm like, Y'all uh-huh. know there's lead in that, right? Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> so they started like using Vaseline because apparently it was touted as a beauty aid when it was uh-huh. first invented. Right. Um, yeah. And so they're trying... I think it's called slugging. Ew. Why? It oh, because it's like you get all slimy like face. Sex I, guess, I don't know. Yes. I'm just too old sometimes. And I'm like, I don't understand. I don't understand. Well, next, they, next. for a while, oil washing, like washing your face with oil was a thing. I mean, I tried it and I felt like it made me break out. So I don't, I don't fuck with oh, that. I use yeah. an oil cleanser. Yeah. That's what I mean. True. Oil yeah. cleanser. That's, so it's like probably the same kind yeah. of idea, right? But that's usually, I use that to remove makeup after work. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So, so I don't. So, so I yeah. use the oil cleanser and it removes the makeup so it and it doesn't sort of even though I'm doing a lot of washing it doesn't sort of strip my face of all the you know yes the natural the oils. I'm going to make oil. a TikTok where I mm-hmm. I discover Pond's cold cream. I discovered oh my Pond's God. cold cream. Pond's Pond's cold cold cream. Cold cream. <laughs> I remember that you growing know, up in the Philippines. My mom still uses it. You know who else uses it? Bill Nye the Science Guy. He swears Pond's by it. When I worked with him, that's where he's like, I just use Pond's. And I was like, I believe you, Bill. Pond's cold cream. In the Philippines, they also had an astringent brand mm. called Eskinol. Oh, <laughs> Eskinol. Okay. And um, it was used, it was, I think it was like supposed to lighten your face or whatever, because that's what, you know, oh, you know, yeah. colonialism. Uh, <laughs> um, but that's what they were touting. And uh, yeah. All, all the really light skinned actresses in the Philippines used Eskinol. Oh, Ooh. it was was it a skin lightening cream? I yeah. I don't remember. It was it was an astringent thing. I mean, like a toner. It was, it sounds like, like a code. Sounds like code. Astringent. Astringent. <laughs> Wait, I need to expl- I need to understand how this is a code. Astringent. <laughs> you know, you, you can hear it in there if you listen really closely. You, you do. You have to say it. It's sort of astringent. Astringent skin lightener, racism, <laughs> colonialism. Okay, there we there go. I, oh, I, I hear it now. I hear it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. See, thank you, Nicole. Yeah. Thanks for writing that yeah. rape with I me. I got you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> well. We're all we using skincare products. That's what's happening. We all got our glasses on. We all just trying to figure out what yeah. the youths are doing. So the youths <laughs> need to tell us. Listen, and I'm gonna us- stick to my Tatcha. That's what? my go-to. So is that a vibrator? What is it? No, that's a. <laughs> Listen, they may, maybe they make a vibrator. I don't know. They should. Um, they might. 
Maybe they in the might. Philippines they have it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a skincare brand that I'm that I love. They're they're great. Okay. Shout Just out to Tatcha. Like, <laughs> shout out to Tatcha. Mm-hmm. Our next segment is uh, what the fuck news. What the fuck? Breaking news. What the hell? What 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 the fuck is this? Um, so I just we're seeing this tweet that I'm seeing it for the first time now, and apparently it got a lot of traction. Uh, it's asking the question, "What's the worst thing a woman has done on the first date?" And it's a tweet by at that Dakari. It's really hilarious. There's like some of the top ones, and he this guy got shared a bunch of times. But my favorite was a guy that's and actually a few guys said this. This guy says she showed up five months pregnant. <gasps> what? Yeah, a, a, multiple guys said that. And yeah, and then someone replied, she took your ass on a surprise double date. <laughs> I mean, this thread is rich. And there was like so many tweets that I was like, I don't know if this is real or fake, but either way, it's hilarious. Women are always talking about how horrible dating men is and how dates can be so terrible. But I feel like you rarely do actually yeah. hear about terrible women on dates. And I like that shit. I like I oh, want to yeah. hear about all the horrible women on dating apps, all the horrible women on dates just in general. It's fun. Yeah. My, there's another good one. We went to a diner for a breakfast early in the morning. We had a disagreement, and on her way out, she stole the tips off every table between us and the door. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> it's hilarious. I love it. Scammers. I, she cried oh, about her ex, man. and I cried about mine. We both crude. He <laughs> said this past tense. The crime was crude. Um, this is crazy. Nico. What? Have you? Do you know any horrible women that go on terrible dates and do terrible I've things? I've been on a couple of horrible dates with women. No. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's how we met, bitch. Oh my god! No, I actually like in high school. I went obviously like you know I wasn't out in high school, so I had like female dates to like the prom and the dances and stuff. And uh, a couple of them were great. A couple of them not so great. Because one of them was well, one of them, if I am remembering correctly, well, one of them definitely was like at the end of the day was like, all right, no kissing, and I'm like, bitch, I'm trying to kiss you. (laughs) Trust me. You're like, if you ain't, let's you got a dick, bitch. Trust me, trust me, I am uh, an overweight, closeted homosexual who is the vice president of the drama club. I'm not gonna make out with you. (laughs) Sorry to break your heart. And then one of them, um, one of them was, uh, like, made me pay for the pictures and then kept them all. Oh. What? See, I feel like that's what I'm kind of like. I feel like that's a theme of women kind of taking dates to scam people out of stuff. <laughs> like, yeah, taking advantage. Like pictures or meals or drinks or whatever it is. Yeah, they're just taking advantage of it. That's what yeah. I feel like happens a lot. I've never I done that. Yeah, I definitely, when when I was like, I want to say like 12 or 13, my dad basically explained to me that if you accept a drink, that means that you have to give something in return, which in a drink is a conversation. And then, you know, things basically get taken to the next level, you know, but he's from, you know, third world country, that machismo mentality. But I think that a lot of men think that way. Oh, yeah. So. No, so a lot of the times when like the guys when these women are like they have that mentality too but they get the fuck out of there before some shit goes down yeah it's wild yeah. it's crazy there's a lot of casually did coke stories like people like were bending over at a table and just like saying like I'm still listening to what you're talking to while they're do- talking about while they're doing coke <laughs> they're 
like, what Wait, the where, fuck? How, were they like secretly doing it? Yeah, or this, openly this, just this like. Well, this one guy said the woman put her purse on the table, leaned into it, started doing a little coke, and then he was talking and he stopped talking and she said, no, keep going. I'm listening. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of love that. I'm like, go girl. She's just trying to stay awake. A date is long. Okay. They're late. Yeah. I'm just reading this thing about like, she literally asked what their most expensive drink was. The waiter wet my eyes, and the bro and the bro code kicked in. He just kept saying everything was out of stock. God bless him where he where he is now. I went back to give him a tip, but he declined. Oh man, that's a good one. He uh, looked at him and was like, "Is she? Are you guys together?" Or he was like, "Nah." I like this one. Walked my date to her car after a two-hour dinner, only to find she left her kid in the car the whole time. <laughs> what? Oh my god. <laughs> I like that both of you took a second to register that sentence. It's so wild. Oh, my That's God. crazy. There was another one that was similar to this where they went on a date and then she was walking out to her own car and then he had to give her a ride because she told him, oh, my sister and my kid were in the car. My sister must have got bored and left. Oh, my God. I saw one where it said the baby daddy dropped the kid off at the skating rink. <laughs> Oh, like wow. they were at a roller skating rink on the date and then the baby daddy came and dropped the kid off. She got a text and had to go out and get her kid. <laughs> oh, this one this one made me chuckle. While driving us to dinner, my phone on vibrate went off in my pocket. I look at the text and it was from my date sent to me accidentally saying, oh my God, he's so ugly. I pulled over to the gas station, handed her two bucks to run in and get some lottery tickets and I drove the fuck off. Oh my wow, God. I love to like, get her lottery tickets. Not like get me a lottery. He's just like, get some lottery tickets. Yeah. You know what? Get some mega millions. Get some mega millions. Maybe you can scratch off and get a couple, a couple bucks and go get yourself something. Um, that is terrible. I feel like that that's a nightmare. I I would I don't even know if I'd be able to ever get over that. Somebody texting me, she's so ugly. <laughs> <laughs> oh she god. Stinks. I've never accidentally texted somebody that I wasn't supposed to, and that is one of the scares. No. I've done it. I've done it. I've it's, done it, but it never has not, been anything too fun. extreme. It's terrible. Yeah. yeah. It's, but I, I had one that was almost, almost unsavable, and I panicked. But I, did, I thank God a bitch can improvise because Wally Zowie was that mm. one scary. Well, usually that kind of shit just happens to me in person. You know, I, I'm always putting my foot in my mouth. You'll just like say something right in front of the person, like, "Oh yeah, I heard the blah da da," and then you're like, "Oh, that was a rumor about you that yeah. I am now telling one to you." I think one time in college I was like talking mad shit about somebody. Um, and that person wasn't there, but like I just kept talking matching about somebody to this other person. And after literally like ten minutes of just like being so rude and just putting down this person, the lady goes, Yeah, that's my boyfriend. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, so, maybe they broke up by now. Oh. My thing would be the thing that I think would be most terrifying is like when you screenshot something. Well, you could say something that'd be terrifying, but then also if you screenshot something and then sent it back to the person after they did it. Oh man. Oh boy. That, it's just playing with fire. You're walking on a tightrope at that point. My mom did that once to me, though. She was, me and my sister were in a fight. And then my mom said something like, well, you know, da 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 da, and started talking about my sister. And then she sent the text and it was to my <gasps> sister. Oh. So my sister was mad at both of us. Like, both y'all played yourself. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I choose said. your sister's side. I know. You I should. You side. should, honestly. <laughs> we were talking about her. It wasn't very nice. <laughs> 
Well, I love this. I like, I just like seeing, I don't know. Sometimes it just gets, you just see so many men being shitty that it's kind of fun to see women being shitty to just know that everybody's trash. Absolutely. I mean, it was, it was also that thing of like, we hear horror stories from women, what you were saying. We hear horror stories from women. We never hear horror stories from men because men don't share that shit. Because that's the thing. A, something, a bad date for a man is different than a bad date for a woman. Like, we are so scared when we are, you know, like, like I have to share my location. I have to tell, yeah. I have to send the guy's the number to my friends. Women. Like, it's so terrifying that even if, like, that shit that go like any of this shit happens on a date you're like well at least he didn't fucking kill me who cares you know right, you just right. like move on you're like i'll just that's date somebody so, else that's so sad that that's the bar i, I didn't know. die i didn't die so, so it was like so far so good yeah. it's crazy to think about the fact that we're like i'm going on something that could be potentially love or a crime we're gonna find out tonight here's yeah. all of his information find out, like what find out today on first Date. Well, you know, I mean, like gay guys do that all the time, but for some reason, the, the veil of danger isn't as present, right? Like, we literally yeah. will just like go on grinder and be like, "Oh, you're like 300 feet away. Let me suck your dick," and you don't, you don't know, you don't know, y'all, y'all are spicy. Y'all are a spicy group. I gotta say, y'all take some fuck, but that's that man, man to man shit, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also feel like there's an element to it of like, this is what we all should be doing, but men that want to sleep with other men are just doing it and living their lives without yeah. caring because they're I mean, like it, open about it. It's purely transactional and it's, yes. it's actually like a great system. Yeah. Which is um, what straight men wish they could have, but because they're so dangerous, women can't. Because some of us would love to have straight up transactional interactions and sometimes right. you do successfully, but it's very rare when it happens. You're like, I knew this shit was possible. But like that that's what sucks is that a lot of straight dudes are so actually dangerous that you can't you can't take that risk. Yeah. There's yeah. that yeah. awful the, the... story. There's an awful story about that woman, that black woman who she's like drugged and then and and then died and then and they won't press charges. There's no charges that have been filed. God, please look up her name. I I don't I'm thinking it's about this Lauren off the top of my head. Field. I'll find it. Yeah, um, because that yeah. that shit is one of the most, and that's exactly what we're talking about. It's like she went on a first date with a white man and is dead. Yeah, yeah, horrifying, that's horrible. I mean, listen, I mean, like there's there's been horror stories out of Grinder as well. Like, of course, have, you know, like been hurt and sadly some have passed away through dangerous encounters. But um, yeah, it's I guess in 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 the gay culture, it's just a little different. It yeah. is a little different, yeah. You, and Lauren Smith Fields was the the woman who went missing, and it's it's a fucking wild story. And I I really hope they fucking press charges. So yeah, the takeaway knows. here is that straight men need to become gay. Straight men need to yes. become gay. Be yeah. more and... be more gay. Well, this has been so much fun, Nico. Thank you so much for joining us. And guest hosting, you're amazing. Where can people find you? Do you have anything to plug? Tell us what's up. Um, thank you for having me, first and foremost. Um, love you guys. Nicole, it was so great to see you after all these years. Yes. Marcella, I just saw you. So... <laughs> So. <laughs> I'm gonna see you again very soon, I'm sure. Um, I'm I'm on the Twitters and the uh, the Instagrams at Nico Santos. The movies that I shot should be coming out next year at some point. So right now she's just having fun. We love it. Mm-hmm. We love to see it. You know, catch me in the Studio City Farmers Market. Drive my produce. Ooh. Okay, okay. y'all, you on over to find him now. Okay, <laughs> on Saturdays and Sundays he'd be at the Farmers Market. Okay, <laughs> I need some out. veggies. <laughs> you all need some fresh veggies. Yeah. Uh, Marcella, where can people find you? 
You guys can find me at Marcella Comedy on across all social media, and I will be this weekend in Tacoma and Seattle. Uh, so check that out February 5th and 6th. February 16th through 19th, I will be at the San Francisco Punchline. Oh, and if you happen to be near Joylet, Illinois, February 12th, I'll be opening for Felipe Esparza. Nice. And you can find Nicole- me... Uh, what well, you me? You can find Nicole, me on Twitter. Where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nicole Thurman and I C C O L E T H U R M A N. Thank you all so much for listening. We love you all in different ways. Bye. Bye. Take it easy. That was a HeadGum Podcast.